You are listening to Prickly and Blooming, brought to you by LaJoy Society. And now, your hostess, Jesse Browning. All right, all right, all right. Hey, everyone. We're meeting here on Wednesday again. Hi, friends. So how much did you love Jen last week? She is just one of those people where you're like, okay, I'm going to keep up with Jen. She's going to do all these awesome things and and she's going to inspire me to keep going. And I just, her energy is just wonderful. And she has these big, bright blue eyes that even through like our internet video connection, it was like we were there, you know? It was like we were in the same room having sparkling water and, you know, crackers and hummus visiting So anyway, this week, let's move on. You know, here we are again. Hi. So I have an interview with you today. And I just want to say, like, I just adore when I cold call. I'm doing that in air quotes, cold call someone. It's usually from like an Instagram hashtag search. And I've found them and they've made some sort of post that's like uh, there's, there's light coming through. I can see there's a story on the other side of it. And I reach out and I say like, hey, I'm a real person and I'm just, just, no, I don't say I'm just, I don't like that word just. We'll talk about that sometime. I'm a mom, an entrepreneur and a podcaster and I live in Texas and I think you have a story. This is what my show is and it's, it's about stories and do you want to, do you want to talk about maybe recording your story? Okay. Email me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's what happened with Trisha. I found her on Instagram with a hash, hash, hashtag search. Say that 10 times fast, by the way. Hashtag search, hashtag search, hashtag search. It's, it, it's one of those. And we connected and we talked and she is in California. And at the time when we recorded this, which was back in August, um, there were wildfires around. And so let's just keep holding all those people in California in our hearts. Um, and now in Colorado, those wildfires raging. So one more thing before I throw it over to our interview, y'all, you're doing it. Every little one helps. I see you rating it. I'm rating the show. You're just boom. You're hitting. You're doing what I, you're doing. What I ask. Keep it up. Okay. Who else is gonna do it? Who else is like? Okay, I can grab my phone right now because it's close by. Because I'm listening to something on my phone, so I can grab my phone and I'm gonna find the page and I'm gonna rate the show. I I think right now during this episode, a couple more of you are going to do it. You're doing it right now. I can see it. I can, I'm visualizing. I'm a manifester. So I'm I'm manifesting you picking up your phone and hitting the stars. That's awesome. Keep up the good work, everyone. You got to make me proud. (laughs) I just had to start cursing, right? (laughs) Okay. Let's send it over. Let's send it over to me and Trisha. Oh my gosh, we're already giggling. Um, so I'm here with Trisha today. Hi, Trisha. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> so we obviously talked before we hit record, and Trisha and I were giggling about signs. And um, I'm a Libra, and you are a Taurus. Yes, I love <laughs> it. And we're talking about the Libra Taurus connection. But anyway, so now that we know you're a Taurus, is there anything else you want us to know about before we hear your story this week? Yeah, of course. So I, hello everyone. My name is Trisha Brooks and I am a health coach based in nutrition and mindset, but I'm also an actor and writer. And so we're going to go a bit into that story and how Mm. those two, those, well, basically three, four four things (laughs) all go together. Um, and a bit of about my journey and how I have come to where I am today. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay. And of course, everyone just heard um, what she does at the end. We will have links so you can find her and it'll be in the show notes. Um, so anyway, as you know, we start the show with the this can't be my life moment. Um, what story do you have to tell us? When, when was the time that you said this can't be my life? Yeah. So this can't be my life moment was when I was 20, actually. Mm -hmm. And I was waking up and I realized that I couldn't feel anything from my waist down. 
I was completely Whoa. numb, completely numb. Wow. And this wasn't a normal thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no. No, not a normal thing at all. And I hadn't been feeling ill or sick or anything mm-hmm. the days before. But I went to reach for my phone and I couldn't get out of bed. Like I literally like fell. Um, so I immediately started panicking and Mm -hmm. I had work that day. I had class that day. I had rehearsal for, um, an acting play I was in and I had to cancel everything. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing like, obviously you the initial moment is panic, right? I'm like, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. has happened? Like Mm -hmm. I cannot move my legs. I cannot feel Mm -hmm. them. They were just basically stiff. It was like the weirdest experience I've ever had in my life. It wasn't even pins and needles. It was like they, they weren't there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is a very different, unique experience that I mm-hmm. haven't met anyone else who has really had that from what I had. So um, I slept all day. I called my mom like crying mm-hmm. and she was obviously really freaked out, but I was trying to like tone mm-hmm. it down. I'm like, yeah, I'm like sick in bed. But at the same time, I'm like Googling online, like what on earth is this? What could have happened? Um, But just to like put it a little bit in context, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was working two jobs and I was Mm -hmm. taking 21 units at university, which Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone knows, but that's more than a full-time student Mm -hmm. um, because Mm -hmm. I'm a little full-time like 12. Yeah. Full time's 15. <laughs> 15. That's yeah, what yeah. Yeah. But I've always been a bit of an overachiever, right? So mm-hmm. I was taking um, 21 units plus two jobs. And then I was also in a, in a professional play. Mm, okay. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes I knew that I was stressed. Like I knew mm-hmm. I was to a different point of stress that I had never mm-hmm. experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. But I think it was this underlying thing of I just said, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's going to be good. You know, we're, I'm just going to do all these different things, not get any sleep. I'm just going to study harder. I'm just going to work harder. But the thing is your body, your body is always giving you signs. <laughs> your body will keep, yes. will keep giving you signs until that, it's like, you listen, you listen. And I wasn't listening. Yeah. I wasn't, I was yeah. just putting it away. Right. I wasn't yeah. like, yep. Uh, I was not listening to any of the signals that my body was giving me of like, you need to slow down. You need to rest. You're being too much of an overachiever. You've taken on too much. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it was this point of where your body literally, like I'm a very, like I'm a very energetic person. (laughs) Like I, uh, you know, I'm very into energy and I'm very sensitive to other people's energy as well. And also Mm -hmm. to my own now. But at that time, I was pushing a lot of that down. So mm-hmm. I was taking on other people's energy and not really like processing through it, right? So <laughs> long story short. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. That, I mean, I think there's a moment there where you're like, okay, I can't feel my legs. This can't, what is, this can't be what's going yeah. on. What's going yeah. On? yeah. Like, like, and then there's that moment of like your body is screaming mm-hmm. at you because you can't hold in all that stress. Mm-hmm. It has mm-hmm. to express itself some way. Like mm-hmm. I always talk. Manifest. With, totally. It's going to manifest mm-hmm. in your body some way. And I always talk with my clients. It's like you need to allow your body to detoxify. Well, we have mm-hmm. to allow our bodies to relax and detoxify mm-hmm. not just like the toxicities from the environment or potential food or that sort of thing, but also our emotions. And yep. we need to really, really lean into self-care. That's why self-care is such a big thing now, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it always has been. But I feel like because we're in more of a technology, fast-paced, you know, uh, society okay. at the moment, um, it's it was starting to get lost a little bit. Right. So I a couple days later, I finally yep, I'm saying we're back in the yeah, yeah we're, we're back, back we're in, the in, moment. in the bed. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Let's do it. In Let's the bed. Yeah. I just remember mm-hmm. being like uh, there was a second in there where I was like, is this gonna be a long term thing? Like have I have I done all this to myself right. and is this going to be like an actual disease that has manifested right, right, long term? Right. I'm really grateful and thankful that it wasn't. But basically I went Mm -hmm. to, you know, the health center and (laughs) 
they had no idea what to do with me, basically. I'm sure. No, they were like, they're, they're like, I don't know what's wrong uh, with you. <laughs> you don't have mono. We don't know what to do with you. Totally. And so <laughs> what I always tell people is like, ask questions and do your own research. Mm-hmm. Because they mm-hmm. told me I had um, a sexually transmitted disease, which was not true. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little, you know, and also I was not doing that at that moment. I didn't have time. <laughs> right. You were like, I don't have time to have sex. Yeah. Thank so I'm you. like, um, so how, how is this, how is this possible right now? Right. <laughs> uh, cause I haven't, I haven't done That's, that. I haven't um, done that in a while y'all. Yeah. He literally looked at me. And so I did my own research and found out mm-hmm. what it actually was. And it was early onset shingles, which is very interesting. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, which like most people, like at that time, it's more common now because stress actually about, it's actually about 84% of United States is stress at the moment on average. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so it's becoming more of a thing, right? It, it's in your right. nervous system and, um, and it comes out when you're just, it's that feeling of like your body needs to get rid of the toxicity somehow right? Mm-hmm. You're not processing the stress. No, you're just not processing any of it. So it's like, I can't hold all this. I can't, yeah. it's like, there's going to be an explosion. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what it is. And so that's what it ended up being. Um, and I was grateful, but the funny thing is I was the one who had to tell the doctor what it was. Mm-hmm. So because they didn't think cause your age, I'm sure. Yeah. Because of because my shingles. Age. Shingles is, is for older something. people. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, isn't the average patient maybe 50? Yeah, totally, like, totally. I think my parents both had it in their 50s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right, and that speaks, to, but that speaks to the level of, like, is it cortisol? What is the yeah, stress hormone? Yeah, cortisol. Okay, mm-hmm. in your system. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. I, I blow <laughs> my adrenal glands, basically. Yes, um, basically. Wow. At such a young age, like, that's not yeah. very normal or mm-hmm. necessarily good. <laughs> No, I would, no. uh, zero stars, yeah, zero, zero <laughs> would not recommend. No, totally. And it was just like this whole thing. Right. But what was beautiful about it is it made me, it forced me to take a truly. good look. Yeah. Truly mm-hmm. like, look, what are you doing that is serving you? What are you doing that isn't? Um, mm-hmm. how have you neglected your health? How have mm-hmm. you neglected your own spirit, actually? Because that's what it was. Mm-hmm. It was me being really out of alignment with what mm-hmm. I was doing. Mm-hmm. Some of the things were great, but it was just some of them were not. Some of them were not mm-hmm. serving me. I was spending too much time with um, angry people. <laughs> no time <laughs> for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no time uh-huh. for that. And actually, what was so interesting about that is mm-hmm. I had to work a lot on my worth. It was all tied. It was all mm-hmm. tied to it. Let me guess. You identified your worth by your productivity. Yes. I was identifying my identity and my worth through being yes. a productive you know, grade A, like always getting Mm -hmm. A's, but always being able to. Perfectionist. Yep, totally. I was, that was Mm -hmm. who I was identifying as. The -hmm. person who, you know, could work and then also could be a lead in a play and could Uh do 21 units and get all A's. (laughs) Right. But look, I'm doing it. yeah, Yeah, I'm doing it. And it was a lot of doing rather than being. Mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's yep. such a thing for women. When I talk to so many women, yes. and I'm sure you do as well, um, yep. we, for some reason, I think it might be a bit of an old programming of society, mm-hmm. you know, like more of an mm-hmm. archaic aspect yes. of society, um, yep. of that the woman is a multitasker and, and can do everything and should be good at everything and should be perfect at being a mom and cooking and doing her job and all the things, you know? And also look gorgeous while she's Yes, doing it. and be but like then look flawless. a unicorn and like. <laughs> yes. Look gorgeous, but not like you spent any time on it. Yeah, just like effortlessly. Go- effortly gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And like. Yes, as a martyr, kind of like, a, 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 you know, and no motherhood. 
martyring yourself, like how much you can pour into other people is how you measure how good you are. Totally. Right. Totally. Yeah. It's, it happens very young. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, you absolutely understand. And I think most women do resonate with that to a certain degree, you know, um, I, but what was beautiful about it is now from there to where I am now, mm-hmm. it's been nine years. So mm-hmm. much has happened. I've grown so much as a person. And it's mm-hmm. also kind of a, um, it's always a reminder of like, is, no, it's a reminder of you can, you are worthy. You don't have mm-hmm. to spread yourself that thin. And like be, like just being yourself is mm-hmm. is enough. Like you are enough. And yeah. it's also another reminder to me when I'm taking on new projects. Like, is this something mm-hmm. that's supporting my highest good? Is this something that's supporting, you know, who I am as a woman and my work mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. work and my time and my effort and my love? Like all those things. Is it? going to be something that I spend extra worthless energy on, like worrying was something I would do all the time. And it's so much energy. Yes. Oh my God. It's so much extra energy that you just, Mm -hmm. we don't need like right things are going to happen or they're not, but like me or us worrying about it is not really going to change anything. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not. I know. And it's just so. <laughs> it's, remember that? It's that Eckhart Tolle. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, Eckhart Tolle, yeah. Uh, the feelings about the situation. What, what is that saying? Or never. Uh, what's that? This is totally embotching it. But it's your feelings about it. Yes. Yeah. And that worry is one of it. You know, it's. Uh, I'm failing at this No, no, right no. Now, don't worry. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. I believe. I don't know the exact quote off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I read it recently. But it's something yeah. like. I've repeated it before, but I'm losing it right now. <laughs> like your perception of the situation. Is that what it is? Like yes. your feelings yeah, yeah, about like the situation. The situation. Yes. Um, is what. Or is. <laughs> oh, us. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're so good at quotes. Yes. We're so good. <laughs> but it's also like, what, this is a perfect example of like, the world is not going to remember you for, they're going to remember how you make, how make you make people feel. feel. Not what you and say. so like, we remember, we remember the, we know what he was trying to get us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. We just don't have the right words. <laughs> oh, so fun. I love it. Yeah. Yes. But yes, absolutely. So, uh, oh my gosh. So how did, like, okay, so we're like, we're back and we're in the bed and it took a couple days before your legs were functioning again, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're at doctors and you're like, this is what's going on. So then when you have realized like this is shingles and it's, you know, onset, like did they call it just like early onset? Like how did your doctor rationalize it in the doctor? Yeah. Way? He was just like, well, first off, he thought I had herpes, which is fine. Yeah. But, yeah. but I was like, um, no, I don't, um, I don't think that's, that's not correct for me in my own particular mm-hmm. uh, situation. Like, I think it's something else. But he actually sent me away. And when he sent me away, mm-hmm. I went home and I was in bed again. And I was Googling and I was trying to figure out what is it? Like, what are these things? And I called my dad and I called my mom and some other family members who were actually vets. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they no. were the ones, yeah, which is funny. They're like, hmm, I feel like it might be shingles. Like- yeah. So it's actually a vet who told me that it's probably That's shingles. That's amazing. And so that led you to life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So then I went back to him the next day and I said, look, I think, I think this is what it is. And mm-hmm. he looked at me and he was like, you're so young. And I'm like, I mean, I know, but like, can we just yeah. try? Can we go down this road? Right. You know? Can we just for one minute pretend? Yeah. <laughs> just like, and so I always tell people also ask questions like whenever, mm-hmm. cause I've had so many friends who go into doctor's offices, that sort of thing. And they say it's one thing, but it's not like, so just mm-hmm. keep asking questions and they might be annoyed with you. Mm-hmm. They're very annoyed with me. I respect mm-hmm. everyone. I really do. I appreciate them so much, but I always ask a lot of questions. So know that like you gotta, it's your body and inevitably, you yeah, you need to be your own advocate and you know how you're feeling. Like you know mm-hmm. what's happening inside your body, whereas they're just mm-hmm. trying to help 
from an outsider's perspective. So Mm -hmm. um, that was where I, again, where I learned more worth because I wasn't standing up for myself Mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't, especially to men. So the fact that it was a doctor who was a male doctor, male, uh-huh. male, attractive, younger doctor who had a very strong voice and was very, spoke with lots spoke of with conviction yeah, and authority, uh-huh. right? Yep. It was hard for me actually to ask some of those questions. Like my voice was shaking when I was asking them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. again, I'm so happy I did because another lesson was learned in that sense that mm-hmm. We need to stand up for ourselves in whatever situation it is, you know? So I was just reading in, okay, this, yeah, I started a book club. <gasps> I love that Brene, book. Brene. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I've read it before and we're reading it for book club. Um, but the, it's, you know, five guideposts. Oh, I'll, I should say it. the gifts of imperfection, everyone, because this is a podcast. They can't see me holding the book. <laughs> but I just read the guidepost about cultivating intuition Mm. and trusting faith intuition about your gut and I love it and that's the biggest thing that I've learned from therapy and I think you probably too is trust your gut yes and if you don't know what your gut's saying it's just that you haven't spoken to it in a while Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's giving you messages you just got to hear them yeah and sometimes you had you had a strong intuition with this yeah totally and I think sometimes we zone it out right Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. we all have a gift of intuition. Mm-hmm. It's just if we're allowing ourselves to listen to it. And sometimes that voice or that gut feeling can be so soft. But we still yes. have to be really sensitive to that. I love that you brought that up because I mm-hmm. just like, yes, I love that so much. I feel like that's the whole process you went through. It's like you knew in... You, you even a small part of you you knew like hey this is not what's going on with me I need you know like I feel like it's this I feel like it's this my intuition is telling me it's this mm-hmm. and you know having to we're just not as women we're just not taught to listen to that voice I know yeah we're taught mm-hmm. to listen to other people's voice i.e mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. people other authority you know give people mm-hmm. authority mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah and Anyway, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, so all right. So you got so you find like it was a blood test to confirm shingles, right? I think it is. Yes. And he also yes. I had a little teeny um thing on my like tailbone. Cause it, it, okay, it it's sometimes yeah, okay. not beautiful, TMI everyone, but sometimes little oh. bl- like blemish type things will come out where mm-hmm. your nervous system mm-hmm. is. So either on your face okay. or like all down your back or right where your tailbone is. When you have shingles. Yes. Oh. And so you could, he would be like, oh, there it is. Yeah. 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 I think that's mm-hmm. what, because it was my tailbone kind of close to my bum, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. assumed it was something else, you know? Yeah. yeah right. Um, but it, that didn't, people who have, you know, it, nothing was really like, well, why would you not have feeling in your legs? Yeah. Like, why would you right. be not able to move your legs, move your which legs. is a very, very, very rare Concerning. thing yeah. Yeah, when it yeah. comes to shingles. Cause a lot of times people will get mm-hmm. shingles and they'll get the, um, they'll get the blemishes or the rashes that mm-hmm. come out mm-hmm. that don't look mm-hmm. very nice, mm-hmm. but they won't get the nervous system aspect of it where you can't have, where you okay. don't have feeling. Okay. I've heard that shingles is very painful, but I've never heard anybody say that they lost feeling and had numbness. Yeah. Well, for me, it went like, can't feel anything, extreme pain to healing. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, I imagine, though, there was more, like, because of this process and because what – because – correct me if I'm wrong. We did talk about it for a second, though. The shingles presenting itself in your body was a manifestation of, like, high cortisol levels. Possibly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So, so I imagine there was a process you went through to heal, not just the shingles, but like what got you there. Right. Absolutely. And I mm-hmm. think that's an, uh, a process that I still am doing today with everything, yeah. you know, Yeah. because what it was is like, I, well, we've talked about this a bit, but I've taken on, mm-hmm. I've taken on way mm-hmm. too much stuff, not just mm-hmm. physically as far as, um, 
overextending myself, but emotionally as well. Right, just the hours of the day, yeah. But emotionally as well and worry Mm -hmm. and stress and anxiety and trying to be this perfect version of Mm -hmm. myself. But we are not perfect Mm -hmm. and that's beautiful and that's human Mm -hmm. and that's like real. And that's a part Mm -hmm. of part of human experience, I feel like. Right. So what was the work that you did to like undo that for yourself? Like, did you have, were you reading books? Like what, did you turn to someone? Did you turn to a coach? Did you like a therapist where you're like, I need to figure out what's going on and why I've manifested this like so much so that, you know, uh, my body was physically reacting to the stress I was carrying around. (laughs) Well, like the perfect student that I was. (laughs) Oh, I, I love it. Yep. Let's hear it. I, you found a class yeah, to take. I signed up for a mindfulness class. <laughs> I love which it. is so funny. But it was so good because basically yeah. what he did was it made me um, meditate every single day, read every single day, journal okay. every single day. And so I started off doing that only 10 minutes every day. And then now I do it as regular. Um, I do a miracle morning. So I don't know if you've read the book, The Miracle Morning, but it's it's really beautiful. The gist of it is um, this man studied very successful people around the world, like Obama Mm -hmm. to celebrities to um, just very successful people who felt really fulfilled as well. Mm -hmm. And you wake up first thing in the morning. And you do these five things in whatever order fits you best. So you wake Mm -hmm. up and you have some sort of meditation, some sort of uh, journaling, reading, exercise, Mm -hmm. and visualization. And then actually, sorry, six affirmations as well. So, you know, I would do them on in the bus, like talking to myself, like, I am worthy. I am worthy. People would think I was insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, have my headphones on, like, I'm worthy. <clears throat> I am strong. Because <laughs> I, I lived with four other people. Like, I took the bus to school, you know. Like, I didn't have a lot of time to yeah, do that. Totally. <laughs> or I would read, you know. But my favorite ones were, like, the looks people would give me, like, she's crazy. <laughs> I'm also worthy. Yeah. <laughs> I am enough. <laughs> Uh, creepy voices um so yeah so that was the first thing I did I Mm -hmm. got myself I dropped uh two of the classes that I didn't need okay Uh, yeah I yeah I dropped those two classes did you quit a job (laughs) I did I had to quit a job I quit a job which was great Mm -hmm. I started making things non-negotiable so I started putting up boundaries oh so refreshing yeah let me Write that down. Huh. Look at my pencil. Boundaries. I know. Okay. I know. And it's still something that sometimes comes up once in a while for me in my everyday life. And it, a- I'm sure it will our entire... Ah, uh, yes! So she just moved a board that said, if it ain't a hell yes, it's a no. Yes. Yes. It's... It's something I'm making to put on my website. It's like a printed canvas. I made the image with cactuses. If it ain't a hell yes, it's a no. And I learned that from Jen Hatmaker at a conference I went to last year. Are you familiar with her, the author? Mm -hmm. That's how you can start setting boundaries. Yes. It's a simple thing. I've talked about it on my social media before. It's like, close your eyes. Is it a hell yes? Mm. Then it's a no. But go ahead. Sorry. I love it. No, I'm like, so happy right that you shared that. I didn't even move. I was just like, here it is. <laughs> she literally just scrolled it across. Scrolled it bright. across the screen. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, oh, yeah, she learned so boundaries. <laughs> totally. So I started doing that. Um, and I mm-hmm. also started doing a lot of deep diving work within my own emotions. And to start off with, I did it by myself, which I don't necessarily, obviously I was in that class, but it was a group class in college. So it wasn't one-on-one. And then I started doing this deep diving work by myself, which I actually do not really recommend. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like you can do that if you feel like you can, but it's so much easier, so much faster, and might be much better for your own mental health if you do seek someone out, Um, like you were saying, whether that be a coach or a therapist or, um, yes, because 
The thing is, I went deep dive into my emotions and then mm -hmm. I didn't quite know what to do with all of it. Right. I didn't Good know. Point. Good point. I didn't yes. know how to process it. And of course, like, yes. I also come from an acting background. I've been an actor since I was seven on mm -hmm. theater, film, and TV. And I mean, they teach you how to bring up emotions, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they don't always teach you self-care with those emotions. Right. That is something right. that I had to learn myself as well. How do I process the anger that was coming up? I was never an angry person. I've never been angry, but I shouldn't say that. No. I mean, I had to process. It's not in my nature to be angry, but for the first time in my right. life, I had this anger coming up. Oh, that's interesting. And I didn't know what to do with it. You know, it was like mm -hmm. my roommates were like, are you okay? <laughs> I feel mm -hmm. like one second you're happy-go-lucky and then the next you're like this different person. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was a bit on an emotional roller coaster just because mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. was un unveiling some of the onion, right? I was peeling uh -huh. off the layers yep. of the onion that I had not put a spotlight on, that I was not yeah, looking yeah. at. And um, they were kind of darker areas of myself that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that I mean, not... That we're, we're socialized to not embrace. Not embrace. I, and, you know, mm -hmm. one of my best friends, one of my best friends growing up would always be like, Trisha, you know, it's it's okay to cry. Like, it's okay to, mm -hmm. um, to not be happy all the time and be positive. Because I grew up with people telling me all the time, Oh, you're so mm -hmm. positive all the time. You're such a bright mm -hmm. light. And yes, I am. Yes, yes I am. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And that is my true mm -hmm. nature. But we also go through life. And we need to mm -hmm. be able to process those emotions. Yep. And we need to feel yep. like it's a safe space to do it. So that's why yes. I will tell people, and I'm sure, I mean, you've talked to me about it just in our conversation mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. That finding the right person to work with you, I think, is really important too. Because yeah, they I, I they it. will give you tools to help with that, mm -hmm. right? So yes. it's, yeah, I mean, obviously, I started reading every mindfulness, every personal development book, every um, Brene Brown, Tony mm -hmm. Robbins, um, all different kinds of things. And books are amazing, and I still read every single day, and I love it. But there's a different, there's a different thing from reading the book and actually experiencing the shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like yeah. applying that to your life. <laughs> yes, it's much different to read Brene Brown than it is to sit down and tell people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and be open. These stories. Yeah, yep. or like show up in a relationship, or like you mm -hmm. know have a hard conversation, or do those mm -hmm. things when you're actually mm -hmm. doing it. Oh gosh, it's so different from reading the book, isn't it? <laughs> sure is. Yeah. And you grow so much and it's actually yes. so beautiful. Like I learned at that point as well that the parts of me that I didn't want to express or I, I didn't want to shine light on the, the darker mm -hmm. parts, the, the sad mm -hmm. bits are so mm -hmm. beautiful and I'm so grateful yeah. for them. And like, if you don't ever let them come up, it's like fear. It's like, it will always be mm -hmm. held over you, right? It will. Yes. And you need to just like look it in the face. It's always less scary than we think it is, I think. Right. The anticipation. That's the yeah. worry. That's the worry that you were yeah. talking about. Yes. The anticipation of things are so much worse than they actually are. It's not the situation. It's our feelings about the situation. Totally. Our, you know, bastardized Eckhart Tolle <laughs> quote. <laughs> Absolutely. It's our, it's the lead up. It's the, you right. know. Well, and it's, I think what you were talking about is very much like Brene Brown. It's like we try to present this perfect image of ourselves, right? Our, we send our representative with all our great qualities. And the more that we do that and the more that we ignore the other things, like the, even like jealousy or, you know, anger, rage, sadness, mm -hmm. you know, all of it, the more that we like put a lid on it, it's, it's going to find a way, you know, and it might, come out in a really destructive way you know I don't know I'm just thinking about um how it's it's 
been so encouraged to kind of just put your best foot forward, you know, and just kind of not talk about that other stuff, even though it's all part of the human experience and it's all part of our human emotion. Mm-hmm. It's all on the wheel of emotion. And also if you go into numbing behaviors to try to like numb those less than feelings you think that they are, you're numbing everything. And how is, how interesting is it that mm-hmm. my legs were mm-hmm. numb? I know that they, I love this, that you really couldn't get up. I couldn't get up. They were numb mm-hmm. because I was numbing mm-hmm. so many different parts mm-hmm. of myself. Mm-hmm. It's just very interesting. And it was one of the, I've always been very involved in health. My mom studied nutrition when I was um, mm-hmm. all growing up. So I grew up with health as a big topic in our household, which mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it was one of the things that even got me to start really looking into nutrition and how the body and mind connection, you know, how does that work? It's so connected. We're so connected. I mean, just think about like when we get nervous or something, we get like a hot flash right here, like a, like a little mm-hmm. rash yeah. where we're nervous and we have little butterflies in our belly, you know, it's just. Inc- yeah. Our feelings. Yeah. Fully represent. Pre- yeah. Physically. In our and body. so it makes sense that I would have something manifest in my body as, mm-hmm. you know, a, a sickness, I guess, or, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, an illness. illness, an ailment. There we go. Ailment. Yeah, there we ailment go. is the word I was looking yes. for. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So what else uh, you did, like, you did, I love that you did, like, I did a perfect student thing and I found a class. <laughs> <laughs> and then you learned, like, some strategies from there. And what, is there anything else that you, like, employed? Like, what were you in school for during the time? Yeah, like, so was your- I was there for acting and directing for theater and film. And it was an amazing program. I'm really happy that Mm -hmm. I did it. And you know, it's so funny for college. I, I loved college, but the parts of college that I remember most now are the, actually the growing up parts, not necessarily Mm -hmm. the scholastic side. Yeah. No, it's like, it's the parts of becoming who you are, right? It's the parts of opening that aspect up. And, and of course Mm -hmm. the fun side was of it was great too, but it's the parts of who you become when you're mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily in your comfort zone, you know, because For I sure. went away to school and I, w- I was very blessed and, and that to be able to go to San Francisco and I grew up in Sacramento mm-hmm. with a lot of people I didn't know. And a lot of people I did, yeah. but you know, like, like what do you, who are you when you're not in your comfort zone? When every day mm-hmm. there's something new and that was what, yeah, I think I just had so much worry not being in my own comfort zone because I wasn't trusting yeah. myself enough mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that was another thing that spiraled to that as well, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything else that you pulled into your orbit to kind of help you heal physically, but then also this, you know, kind of emotional, spiritual side of you? Definitely exercise and change my eating habits and sleep. Yeah. Sleep so important. Yeah. So. Yeah. How much did you sleep before? Like how, like you, I think it was pretty low, right? Maybe, maybe five hours a night. Uh-huh. But I'm uh-huh. a sleeper. Like, girl, I like my mm-hmm. sleep. <laughs> Same. Um, Same. So now I do minimum minimum eight. Like, I just make sure that I have my schedule for that, you know? How about you? Mm-hmm. How many hours do you? Oh, uh, seven and a half. Yeah. 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 I, I just recently had to change my alarm because school oh, yeah, uh, yeah. went back in session. I was I was able to – I just had to get up a little earlier because I need to do my morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to Before get up a little kids, earlier. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. My husband and I have. We had to augment it though because of we get up. We make. We have an espresso machine mm-hmm. at home, and we go outside and we have our journals and our quiet time outside oh. for a long time, and we watch the sunrise. But now we have to get up like kind of too early before the sunrise. Like we'd have to sit outside in the dark and like what journal with flashlights or something. Like I don't know. And then as the sun would start coming up, we'd have to come inside and wake everybody up. So like we're like oh right now it's like second day of like what's our morning routine gonna be like. Now? <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Because we kind of got in the habit of since COVID, mm-hmm. the last six months, the kids have been home. So we've been able to have that time. And then we would get to school, um, you know, virtually. But anyway. We're pivoting. Well, it's a pivot. A, yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're just going to have to get, go in. Go, like in the wintertime, we did it in front of our fireplace. We'd have our like journal oh, quiet time nice. in front of our fireplace. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. But yes, no, I get, I, 
I've always been a sleeper, though. I was never, it's like, even as a mom, like, I know there are moms that are like, oh, I can sleep when I'm dead, or like, I don't care. I, I you know, I'm like, oh, this one hour at a time shit is not for me. <laughs> like, when I had little babies, and I've, it was like torturous to not sleep, like, to get up every two or three oh, hours yeah. or more than that. Yeah. That was the worst part. And, you know, I know there's a lot of moms that can do that. And, but this, this woman is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. I couldn't function. I couldn't function for years. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, th- I, none of mine slept through the night till they were one. And I did it four times. <laughs> so it was just like, I was in a blur for years. I feel like I was never fully awake and never fully asleep. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's actually, they've done so many studies now with the brain. Mm -hmm. It's really, really important to get Mm -hmm. sleep. I say I get, yeah, anywhere from seven to eight hours is kind of my average, which is good. Yep. It's good. What exercise? So what I started doing. Pick your poison. Yeah, yeah. So I love dancing because I love music and I just, Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. raises my vibration so much. But Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. I started doing every single day is I started running um, and mm. it was so good. I felt like I had so many emotional breakthroughs and just breakthroughs in general, mm-hmm. because you know, when mm-hmm. you push yourself through that threshold, like exercise is so good for processing through stuff. I had like zero, I had like zero dollars. So I was like, I'm not going to pay for a gym membership because I don't really have time to go mm-hmm. anyways. So all I'm going to mm-hmm. do is I'm just going to buy some tennis shoes <laughs> that work for running and, and I'm just going to run out my front door do. and yeah. Each day, I would try and go a little farther each day. Oh, and awesome. by the end of, yeah, by the end of that year, I could run like maybe two miles, which was pretty great for me because mm-hmm. I never loved running. Like I was always a, mm-hmm. I was an internationally competitive synchronized mm-hmm. swimmer. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. which is awesome. <laughs> that, and, that's another. Yeah, uh, totally yeah, different thing. Like I did speed <laughs> yeah. swimming. You know, I love water sports um, and any mm-hmm. sports with balls or running. I was like, meh, not into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. for me, running, getting to run solidly, like not jog, but like, you know, no stop, yeah. like actually mm-hmm. run two miles on in hilly San Francisco was great, but I built up mm-hmm. to it every day. And like, yeah, it was one of those things that I think if you set tiny little goals each day. It's mm-hmm. really, really good for for getting your yourself out of that place as well, because mm-hmm. it it's yeah. something that like, wow, I ran today. You know, like it's something that you can have a beginning, a middle, and end, and accomplish in that day. Well, it's a lot easier to get to running five minutes at a time, totally. as opposed to being like walking out your front door and be like, I'm going to run two miles. Totally. You're, it's it's like setting yourself up for failure, totally. like because the odds of going from zero to running two miles are not going to happen in the time that you think it's going to happen. But if you can set like I'm going to run for five minutes and I'm going to walk for three minutes, I'm going to run for five minutes and walk for three minutes, that's attainable. And it's like how do you how do you need an elephant? Totally one by one bite time. at a time. And that was in yeah. we got that <laughs> quote. Uh, we got that one. And that was um that was another thing that I've done my entire life too mm-hmm. is set unattainable goals and then beat myself uh-huh. up when I didn't up for not, for not achieving. achieving them. So mm-hmm. yes, exactly what you're saying. It's an attainable goal mm-hmm. and then it, it actually mm-hmm. works with your um once you start yeah, succeeding. Once you start succeeding, then it's positive. That ball. Yeah. The ball starts totally. rolling. And you're like, oh okay, I could do this in this place as well. And in this mm-hmm. place and in this place. Yeah. So that and then um, definitely eventually sought out healing, like mindfulness. Mm-hmm. I've had like a lot of Reiki healing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've had a lot mm-hmm. of working with mindfulness coaches, mm-hmm. mindset coaches since then. So, you know, it's really it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to invest in yourself if you can. Now, did this have, like, it seems like all this process, right, the whole entire process of, like, waking up with, you know, an ailment that was truly stopping you in your tracks <laughs> to, like, to now, it seems like it's somewhat focused or changed the focus a little bit, right? Because I think that you do kind of work like this now, right, professionally? Yes, yeah. Like, did it bring you, yeah, it brought you to a new It did, actually. Career um, path. I mm-hmm. was absolutely from seven, like, the age of seven, I was like, I'm going to mm-hmm. be a professional actor and that's what I'm mm-hmm. going to do. And that's the only thing Nothing I'm going to do. Right. And no one else can tell me because I'm, 
I'm going to achieve yeah, this. Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know, a little bit, um, I, well, I'm a little bit stubborn, a little bit. When it's something, <laughs> when it's something I'm passionate about, I'm like, I can do this. Uh-huh. Don't tell me I can't uh-huh. because I can, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But what is so, be- and you know what, this is, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot recently is within uh-huh. some of the arts, I kind of want to debunk this idea that a lot of times within acting studios, I have heard mm-hmm. from my peers and coaches and that sort of thing, that if you have a plan B, that's not, you know, if you have a plan B besides acting, then you will not mm-hmm. succeed. And I just do not believe oh. that that is true. I don't believe it's true. Oh, that's that's pretty reductive. So that's people saying yeah. that you have a mindset of of failure because you already have a plan B. Totally. And it's a it's a bit of a shame. Like it's a it's a little yeah, bit of shame is, on you, to be honest. Yeah. Like yeah. Like I'm I'm really in it. You're clearly totally not. totally. It's like martyring a bit. Like we're giving up everything else for this identity. Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, and okay. I've been seeing it more and more and more, to be honest. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if that's your mindset, great. It just, for mm-hmm. me, um, it didn't it feel, it white. didn't feel like completely oh. whole. Um, oh. There, I'm very passionate about health and empowering women and mindset. Mm-hmm. And I'm very mm-hmm. passionate about stories and writing and acting. Mm-hmm. And who says, mm-hmm. who says I can't do all of it? I can. Right. And there are right. so yeah. many people who are, you know, mm-hmm. there are so many people mm-hmm. who, who are. And actually you add to it all when you fill your cup up. Yes. You know, like, Absolutely. yeah. And so mm-hmm. I just, I'm going to take this earring out. <laughs> Um, it was creating sound. So, um, that was another thing that made me think like, huh, I am very passionate about health and it's one of, Mm -hmm. I can feel it's in alignment with me. And it's one of my, like, I feel like it's one of my callings, one of my purposes, you know, and -hmm. we can have many. Mm -hmm. And I, I totally am under the thing that our under the idea that our mm-hmm. purposes can change are fluid. Are fluid. They mm-hmm. can change all the time because during this mm-hmm. time, I also was like, what's my purpose? I have one purpose. I need to have one purpose. Who am I? And blah, blah, blah. You know, it's very like, very strict and disciplined, which yeah. is great, but it's stifling. I was about to say it can be too it's, much. It, yeah. I was stifling all the other opportunities and beautiful because you were so hyper-focused on this right we were like this is what I've chosen totally and the yes so absolutely so this was kind of the cross point of where I was like wow I love acting uh and I love writing but it's okay if I want to have another career path as well like I'm okay with that and that was an identity Mm -hmm. shift because I had told everyone my entire life and told myself Mm -hmm. that I will do acting until I die. And that's still true, actually. I still will. Um, But I'm going to do it on my terms. The thing I really want to tell some people is you don't have to do this or that. It can be this and that, and there's time for everything. But it may not be at the same time. So it might just be different chapters. Yes. And, uh, yeah. I love it. So totally. So that's been <laughs> amazing and absolutely sent me on a different career path than what I was expecting. Yeah. It sounds like that's – Yeah. Yeah. Like this moment actually changed things, you know, for your um, – mindset and, and, you know, habits and all that other stuff. But you also were like, wow, I can also apply this to move forward in my life and use this maybe as a career thing. And I just, I just love to hear that. And it happens a lot in the stories that I hear from people. They're like, I was set on this path and then this thing kind of happened in my life and it changed things for me so much that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of made a career out of it, you know, and I just love that. And this is like, and a natural segue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's hear about what you do now. (laughs) 
I'm a holistic coach and I work mostly okay. mostly with women. I have worked with a few men, mm -hmm. but I tend to attract mm -hmm. women um, because I'm very passionate mm -hmm. about women empowerment and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I help women transition their health in a holistic way based upon nutrition and mindset. So I often will okay. help very, very busy women who maybe um, are young moms or moms or they're in college in a similar situation that I was, but maybe not quite as uh, intense yet. But they know that they're, something needs gonna, to happen. They've You're going to catch them before yeah, they Yeah, totally, totally. Um, yes. And the thing that's so fascinating to me, and I'm so passionate about this, is we are not taught nutrition or mindfulness really in mm -hmm. school unless you seek it out. Mm -hmm. Like we just, mm -hmm. we aren't. And so we are taught our basis of what is healthy for all from advertising, really. Right. Like there's so many different things that if you really fact check them, like it's not actually true what they're telling us. Like this is good for your bones. Well, if you really mm, – We don't need to drink Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. Yeah, I was like, well, if you <laughs> really yeah. look at really? it, um, yeah. uh. you know, and, and it's controversial because this is what we've heard for years mm -hmm. since the 50s. Mm -hmm. But actually, like, mm -hmm. they um, – it's all been created, to be honest. <laughs> yes, a lot has yes, been created. Betty Crocker is not a real woman, I'm sorry to say. They created her. I know. I know. They created her to um, create a line yeah. so that they would, An yeah, archetype. a brand. So they would have mm -hmm. recipes that were like, and use this other Betty Crocker product. So they used it to right. cross, right. Um, yeah. cross advertise, cross, cross market, market yeah. uh, raise, <laughs> yeah. raise their, you know, their bottom line basically, which, you know, it's a business. Um, but the thing yeah. is like, I will often work with, people who they they think they're very healthy and that's fine and I love it but then we work individually with their body and what their body actually needs and really getting them to that set point of okay what are you allergic to um I feel like you've got some food sensitivities because of x y and z um and also mental clarity I work a lot with energy you've got a lot of energy and vitality mm -hmm. and not just in kind of the gray zone. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know you're talking about mm -hmm. that before because yeah. sleep is so important, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. but yeah. So that is what I do now along with writing my own projects and working on acting on things when I want to, but I do it around my empowerment of women and coaching. Uh, health coaching. I love it. See, that was a perfect because I I love to go to the like, what's you know what's happening for you now. So that was a perfect like. This is your what's happening. Yeah, for you now. yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, see how it just like arcs into like now what? Yeah, yeah. I love it. Is there anything else you want to share with everyone before I get to my rapid fire questions? Oh, um, yeah. no, I think I just want to say like thank you so much mm -hmm. for having me, and also. You guys, you're so worthy. Like you're so worthy yeah. of everything you want to create, everything you want to do. And I know as women, mm -hmm. we're told so much that we aren't, you know, subconsciously. Mm -hmm. But I just, yeah, I just, it's one of my things. I just want everyone to know that they are supported and they're worthy. Even on the Even bus. on the bus. When the you're bus. saying <laughs> affirmations and people are looking at you like, oh my God. <laughs> I love it. I think it's funny. Yeah, I love it too. I love it. I want to, I want to see you on the – I want to be the person that sees you on the bus and be like, yes, girl. Yes. Hi, up top. We're doing high fives. <laughs> okay. Cool. Let's do my, my questions now. This is like the best way to end these things. Okay. What was your first car? Lime Green Bug VW. <gasps> oh, I have an orange 74. What year oh, was mine yours? was an 01. So it was a newer one. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. the new one when they made it. Oh, you know, I, I, my husband just, um, not just like five years ago, um, <laughs> remained me and it like made me. I can't talk No, today. don't worry. <laughs> but I, ha I have an orange 74 um, bug and it's my dream car. <laughs> oh, I love them. <laughs> but I need um, oh, I should. Uh, is this going to come out for my birth before my birthday? If he wants to get that running, it just needs like a couple things <laughs> done. It needs a couple gr gremlins worked out. He listens to my show, 
That's what I'd like for my birthday, which I'm a Libra, as we talked about. So. <laughs> You're like, just so you remember, the day is October 3rd, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah. Second. Second. Oh, Second. sorry. Oh, we got married. No, we got married October 1st. So it's always a clue. Oh. So our anniversary is the first and my birthday is oh, the second. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. Um, okay. Number two, when did you get your period? Oh my gosh. I was 11. I was the first, <gasps> I was one of the first girls and I was mm-hmm. at camp and it was <gasps> bad. It was embarrassing. <laughs> was it like people like, girl? I bled through my, my, you know, beige <laughs> pants, my, yep, and yep. everywhere. And I was at an acting camp in the bathroom and I felt so sick. Right. Yeah. There's so much nausea. Oh yeah. How old were you? Yeah. 12. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And so I've been asking this now. It's 11 and 12 are the most common answers. And I would have thought it was Same. older than that. By our gen, like, because I thought, like, I know it's happening younger and younger. But now that I'm talking to people, like, I mean, I'm talking to people around my age and in their yeah. 30s and 40s and everyone. It's been a, it's been getting younger and younger. As I'm oh, wow. I had one recently was like 16. Oh. Maybe that was a friend. I think it was a friend I asked. I don't know. But, and I was like, you were late. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm now I'm now polling people. You were late. And she said, yes, I was wow. late. I can't remember if that was a friend or for it because I just, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And did you, like, did like you ever knowing. have like a boy or anything find a pad in your bag? Because I did. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Oh, the, sure. the boy I oh, was yeah. in love with, the first Horror. boy I was in love with named Bergen Curly. Oh, no. <laughs> His name was oh, Bergen Curly. I know. He was tall, what a name. blonde hair, really cute with a bowl cut. So cute. I mean, he's really sweet. Oh. I'll, I, I'll shout out uh-huh. to him. But <laughs> yeah. he, like, found my purse and looked inside my purse, and all I had in my purse were pads, and I cried yeah. to my grandma for hours. Oh, I'm sure. You were like, oh, embarrassing. I, it was the most humili- like humiliating thing Humili- ever yeah. to me at the time. Did he say anything or did he just no, like close he just, and give it back? Like, <laughs> like looked at it and then like, like put it away and he was like, uh, My mom has Yeah, he's those. like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Periods. Uh, toilet paper. <laughs> That's why we're on the bathroom subject. Over, under, or you don't care? Um, This way. Over, right? Over. Yeah, over. Yep. Yes. I like the yep. over. I always yep. switch it if anyone yep. else does it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Us over people, we switch it. I know. <laughs> Love asking this question to know who else is like, I fucking switch it. <laughs> I put all the toilets like, down, too. <laughs> yeah. They have – the, yeah, the oh, seats have it. to be down. I think – there's a police and there's a lid too. Yeah, the lid. Yeah. Oh, oh the seat. Yeah. Oh, the men. Yeah. Don't get me started on the men who leave oh. the seat up. I'm like, oh. My husband never does. Oh, if good. He, he heard good. the bug thing, and I'm gonna right now. He never oh, leaves it. Okay, good. that's not never. It's happened like two or three times in 15 years. Great. He's a down. He's a downer. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Are you? Yeah. Are you a fan of Lizzo? I am. Oh my God, Juice yes. is my favorite. I know. I put it on almost every morning. It's one of my hype songs that I dance to in the morning mm-hmm. when I'm putting my makeup on. Yep, uh, I'm. I'm big into oh, tempo. Yes. I can't move all of this. Hit one of those. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. She's the best. Yeah. She's oh, the best. Um, cilantro. Oh, it's a massive cilantro. fan. I know, okay. I know okay. that some people think it's soap, but nope, it's massive fan. Yep. And by the way, you guys, it is amazing for detoxifying pollutants in your body. If you do like it, put mm-hmm. it on everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> when you drink a latte, or if you don't drink coffee, if you like put it in your cereal or granola or something, I don't know. But I have it. When you drink a latte, what kind of milk do you order? So I don't actually do coffee. Okay, in your cereal. <laughs> I don't do cereal. <laughs> No, but I I do do shakes. But you okay, have yeah, a milk I do preference. do shakes. Okay, there we and go. And I yeah, actually yeah. do um, organic rice milk or Ooh. organic gluten free oat milk. Yes, yeah. Uh, I was just telling somebody yesterday that not all oat milk is gluten free. I'm celiac. Oh, so okay, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm sensitive. Let, so. Letting people let people know that. Yeah, you got to check on the oat milks. They're not all gluten free because oats are gluten free, but they're often processed yeah. with yeah uh, flour. Mm-hmm in the facilities. Um, and I love that you said rice milk. That's very retro. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Cause like rice stream was the first one a long totally. time ago. On the I grew up on rice stream. So yeah. I was like, you yes. know, <laughs> we have yep. some, I think here. 
Yeah, yeah, right stream. Can you drive a standard transmission? Uh, like, uh, uh, like, oh my God, no. I only tried one time and it was a pickup truck in San Francisco with the hills and I uh-huh. thought I was going to oh. die. Oh, I was like, oh don't, oh. that's the worst. <laughs> I've never been to San Francisco, but I, like, I, I wouldn't even drive a standard in San Francisco. Oh, yes, this is the worst. I avoided a hill <laughs> in the town I lived in for like five years that it was on a hill that you had to stop and take a right or left oh, across yeah. four lanes of traffic because I was like, Mm-mm, I would go around. Oh, good for I'm, you. Uh, bridge, right? Street, I've done that yeah. too. Yeah. You know, it's, I need to learn how to do a stick because most people, mm-hmm. my generation younger are not learning and we need mm-hmm. to. And especially, yes, yes. Because like even when, um, my first car was a standard and I didn't know how to drive it. My dad said he was going to teach me. And did I fucking wait for him to teach me? <laughs> Hell no. I went out and got in that car and drove. He was like, you went out without me? I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> You're like, I figured it like, out. How'd it go? I was like, yeah, I figured it out. Like I always do. Um, but the cars like that was, I mean, I, I, my first car was like an 81 or something, but there's there. When I started driving in the nineties, there were still cars that mm-hmm. were standards transmit, but there's not really. Mm-hmm anymore it's all automatics i'm telling you in the apocalypse no we will and in the uk they only have standard but with the other really hand are there oh with my left hand oh that would be hard i know oh that would be hard yeah i know all right family of origin where are you in the birth order obviously (laughs) i'm i am youngest out of two Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. there's two of you. Mm-hmm. I have sister. an older brother. Another girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A brother. Love it. What was your kindergarten teacher's name? McDonald. Mrs. McDonald? Ooh. Old McDonald. <gasps> Ooh. Did, we sit Donald like, had a, yeah. Oh, she never got a No, away from she that. didn't. <laughs> we <laughs> no, sang it didn't. every day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you, this is the last one, what do you regret more? High heels or jalapenos? Oh, jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've had some high heels that hurt. That, like, yeah, but they look good, <laughs> don't they? Sometimes, sometimes yeah, it gives me I that know, extra, yeah. like, damn, girl. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. But I don't want to wear them every day, it, yeah. and I definitely mm-hmm. don't want to eat jalapenos mm-hmm. every day. I'm not a jalapeno mm-hmm. girl. Because women are, oh, oh, everyone's always like, they really think, like, God, what is worse? <laughs> Okay, so that's it for my cool. questions, but I want to do our last order of business <laughs> is I want people to know where they can find you. And of course, it's in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, you can click on the show notes and there's hyperlinks, but uh, tell us. Yeah, the best way you. to find me is Trisha Brooks Health on Instagram. I am mm-hmm. hang out there mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I have a website that's coming up soon and another really exciting project, but everything will be, I know I'm really excited. I can't say what it is yet, but, um, I'm really excited. It's coming out soon and all of that information will be on my Instagram. That's really the best place. My website is attached to that as well. So cool. And then mine is LaJoy Society on Instagram and Facebook. And my website is LaJoySociety.com and it's L-A-J-O-I-E. S-O-C-I-E-T-Y and okay, now I'm doing this every episode and it's kind of working. I think there's been a couple people that have rated the show and I think there's one review. Okay, you, you're listening, so you're in close proximity to your phone. Pick it up. Go on to my episode page. Oh, look, you're doing it right now. <laughs> yes, yes, do it while we're talking. Sure, so she's modeling what to do. So then you, if you scroll down and it's like reviews and then below this is write a review and you can, you don't even have to write when you can just click the stars. Yay! I need that. It helps me so much. Um, I sent out like a marketing email last week. I was like, I have 17 ratings and more of you than that are listening to the show. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. In my marketing, I was like, let's see if we can get it to 30 by the end of the month or something. I forget what I said. I'm going to look back at my marketing email, everyone. Oh my God, I love that. I guess that's it. And everyone, I will, we'll meet here again next week. Bye everybody. Thank you for having me. Everything up to this point has led me here and there's nowhere I'd rather be than to be here. All the things that made no sense have felt so wrong and out of place now seem to fit. Perfect. 
Pictures. 